Hello everyone and welcome back to the Two Baggers One Light Bulb where we're talking about West Brom losing 5-0 to Leeds in what is probably the worst performance we've put in this year and there have been some absolute stinkers. We were awful today, top to bottom, administration to manager to players, everything horrible. The performance is horrible, effort levels horrible, mm -hmm. decisions horrible, goals conceded 3 out of 5 horrible. Dom, say something mate because I'm struggling to find words. Mate, I barely have the energy to to even fathom what's just happened. Honestly, I just feel so depressed and I feel like, oh, I feel like I, I just want to either, you know, grab all the Christmas chocolates I have left and eat them all in succession or just, I don't know, mate, and just hover the way in the corner and forget the last 90 minutes has happened. It was absolutely awful to watch. Um, right, so we go through it then. Yeah, like we um, touched on the cool down, uh, it, it's... Yeah, let's go through it. Actually, I think that's the best way. Go yeah, through it chronologically. We're talk, you're and then talking we'll about speak, it being painful. Um, about it. Because um, we have to literally digest this. With a horrible own goal, doesn't it? It literally starts with a torrid own goal conceded. The worst by, own goal I've ever seen. An awful back pass by Romero. It's probably the worst goal I've seen West Brom concede uh, in our however many year history. Yeah. Um, it's dreadful. It's freaking awful. The the unawareness to know where the keeper is and even to make that pass in the first place when we didn't need to at 0 0 with no real pressure on the ball, and he goes backwards that far to the keeper, um, and it rolls in, and it's horrible, and it sets us up for failure. And we can't even blame that own goal, no, really, because you can't just go, oh, for me, no goal, for me the game's gone. It wasn't. For me personally, mate, I've seen a few things on Instagram at half-time about um, a bit of hate going towards Johnston and his positioning. For me, I don't think he's out of position there. He's I feel come like across if you speak to, to, to some accept people that, that pass where he'd expect that pass to be. You can see him move. Yeah, I know a lot of goalkeepers would come, say... That'd go there. Yeah, he's moved. He's moved along with uh, the track with the way that the ball's moved. We're playing the ball on the left hand side. He's moved his position, ready for to uh, receive that ball in case the back pass comes. And yeah, the back pass does come, mate. But it comes from Romain Sawyer, yeah. and he's put it in the back of his own net. Um, so Romain's at a hundred percent fault for me personally. It's on incredibly that. ironic it's, it, the that we talk about this guy's it. we talk about this guy's passing range and passing acumen, and it just goes. It just it makes this horrendous pass and sets us on a back foot. It's almost as if it's just it's, mate, it's laughable, really. If you really look at it, I think it's I think it's kind of not. I think it's kind of not now. I, the, the, the the clarity's come to me from this game. To be honest, if anything is a positive from this game, it's clarity. It's the fact that I can see from this game where we're at as a club, and I don't think Romain so is is that good a passer of the ball. Not just really looking at this game, but it's a reflective. Every small pass he makes has to be. The best looking pass, or using the uh, the side of the foot, it has to be like a Perlo esque pass when the when the player's seven foot away from him. There was loads of times in that game today where he made he made passing so much more difficult than it yeah, the to be. The decisions are horrible from everyone. Today, like especially Roman Sawyer's. I've been a real defender of Roman Sawyer's as of you, but today he made some horrible choices, some decisions to sort of sh shield the ball when he didn't need to. And he got lucky to get away with some of the stuff he decided to do today. And it's a shame, because this is a guy that actually lives and breathes Albion. And he's just put in such a dud of a performance today. Amongst a couple of games that have been quite good. Um, but you're right, it's 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 just reinforcing what we said about what more do you want anyone else to do than Slavin Bilic. Because we haven't got the players, we haven't got the administration to actually be asked to push on in the Premier League. Adversely leads well, United. Well, it's the same. It's the same, mate. We've had we've had Slaven Bilic was sacked after a one-one draw with Man City, right? 
Allardyce has come in and we've had a 1-1 uh, draw with Liverpool, right? And a 3-0 loss to Aston Villa, right? And now we've had a 5-0 thumping against Leeds United. Aston Villa and Leeds. These these are average teams in the Premier League. Average, bank average, right? And we're getting smashed by them. Absolutely smashed by them. And then we're drawing with the likes of Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool. What is going on? It's got to be a mentality issue, surely. It's um, something you know, it's we looked horrible cliche, out there as well. Physically, we looked short of it. They looked so much fitter than us. They looked so much more game-ready than we did. And then half our players were walking. Not even at 5-0. 5-0 down, you're walking. Still a bit shit, but fair enough. You're 5-0 down. But at 0-0, at 1-0, walking. It's so infuriated to me. It's it's horrible to watch. It's like a slap in the face as a fan. It's just... Oh, mm. God. And we see in these clubs and how they've kicked on uh, compared to us. And that makes it even worse. Uh, is Big Sam at fault for this one? Uh, to a point. His substitutions were horrible. Um, I think yeah. the, sometimes the decisions not to go and break away were... Seem that they seem to be a stylistic choice that the players don't think they can go in on a, a counter attack, because the game the game plan we were talking about this uh, in the Cordan Excel, uh, the Liverpool one, Leeds are going to be stretched because of how good they like to attack. Uh, I didn't like it today because they put five past us, but usually I love to watch Leeds play because they play such brilliant free flow football. But they concede so many goals because of how stretched they get by doing that. But there was no effort to actually go and throw these balls over the top or get the ball gone quick and try and exploit this. They just they were able to do whatever they want, able to run through us, turn our defenders inside out, turn Ivanovic inside out within 10 minutes of him being on the pitch or however long it was when well, Rafinha buried it. It's just so it's just um, infuriating, honestly. Let's... Let's let's just touch on the substitutions. I do want to touch on that because I think yeah, that you do that because this, this is the, something that you brought up and something that well, I think yeah, infuriated it's, it's, you a lot. It infuriated me a lot because it, it comes back down to team mentality, which is something we touched on earlier. And for me, when you're four nil down and you take off, um, when you bring on a centre back, basically you bring on a you bring on a defender for a. Uh, for a winger, and then you do the same again, and you take off Colin Grant, you take off a striker, and you bring off Pereira, a midfielder, right? When you're 4-0 down. This shows, for, for me, a loser mentality, and you do not want that loser mentality when, from Sam Allardyce when you're coming into a club that already has a losing mentality, because we are. We're a, we were a club on the low down, in the relegation position. We've lost a bunch of games against average teams. I've touched on a couple of them tonight, right? Um, and we don't want that instilled. Now, the commentary team on Amazon Prime were saying, oh, well, he's brought on um, Ivanovic there because this game's already lost at 4-0. It's, it's all about lost. winning the second half. He doesn't want... It's all over, so we don't want five or six or seven to go in. No, bullshit. Forget that mentality. Lose the game, ain't nil, but at least try to have to claw the game back. Yeah, that's I was saying 4-2. I was saying 4-2 is a good but result. That's, no, but that is a better mentality to have going yeah. into the next game than to roll over and go, oh, okay, 4-0, boys, forget about it. At Let's least five or six. We've yeah. ended up losing 5-0 anyway by bringing on a defender, right, for a midfielder and a midfielder for an attacker. We ended the game with one striker and lost the game 5-0, mate. How is this the right mentality to, ha to have yeah, to it's, rebuild it's a club? Correct. It's not. It, it's, it's, so frustrating. it's so frustrating because... Um, my, I was having tea as half time. As it went half time, I went and sat down and had my tea. And me and my dad were talking about it, and it was like it's got to be three subs at half time. 
we're four nil, however many down. We're four nil down at half time. You, the uh, the thinker's got to be four nil down at half time. Let's bring on three subs. Let's bring on our best player in Pereira. Let's take off the bad performance. It, bad performers, in my opinion, were Phillips and. Uh, I was thinking take Grant off just to show him that he's been rubbish recently um, and needs a kick up the arse. But he brings on Ivanovic to change the shape. Okay, fair enough. Um, and then the next sub is Grant off, Kravinovic on, push Robertson up front. So it's it, it's more of the same. That's where it's infuriating. You're not going for two strikers, you're going for the same. In a player where Kravinovic hasn't played many games, who I didn't really rate in the first place, I thought he was a good a good loan signing as a as a uh, change your room piece and a bit of rotation, but now Slavin Bilic there. What's his role? Because that's not a Samaradice player. And I think well, was, you mean I think he'll be sent back in January. Well, I don't know what's going to happen in January. I mean, I said to you before this game happened, um, I, I can't see a lot happening in January. We might get two or three players, and it's going to be on a pittance. It's going to be I a loan deal be three. here. I think it's got to be three minimum. Minimum, it's got to be after, three. But after after. So today, it does prove and it does reinforce the idea that January is so important to our season. To even have stand a chance, even stand a chance of remaining competitive. I'm not even talking about avoiding relegation at this point. I'm just saying to remain competitive in this league, January is massively important. So we don't get rolled up by average teams week in, week out. We yeah. need to sign like five decent players it needs to, to just give ourselves a chance. It needs to hit 0 January 1st, 2021. And five players have to walk through that door at the Albion to first even stand a chance. Now, please don't take me for literally in that. But that's what it feels like. It feels like January needs yeah. to open. And before we even play a game in 2021, there's got to be five players in. There's got to be a new centre-half to even organise. Because this is the thing. Do I think, do I think the defence is necessarily at fault for today's game? Not necessarily. There's no defensive woes, you'd say. I just don't think many many players turned up. So I think Dorochet is the one to be sacrificed because he's not as good as Semi as Jai. I think Dorochet will be good for us in the future, regardless of what league we're in, because I really do rate Dorochet, but he's the first one to drop. You put in a James Tompkins there, for example. You take out Matt Phillips because he doesn't. he's just not arsed. There's, the one thing that infuriates me is there was a cross that come over, and it's literally it's above his head, and he's not arsed to jump. He's just trying to go on his tiptoes and sort of try and head it. That infuriated me because that could have been a goal there. Yeah? You see, that's one, go that's one instance though, mate. I would I would disagree slightly and I would say that the fault of uh, of someone like Phillips isn't a lack of inter- is in a lack of uh, a lack of desire. It's just a lack of talent and it's a lack of talent it's both. that we've known. We knew in the championship. No, but but someone that can't be forgiven for it is someone like Dean Garner because we know Dean Garner. He's going to be dropped. He's we've got seen to be the dropped. talent of Dean Garner, but the only difference is that the the, the, the only thing that has changed is the, the desire of Dean Garner. His talent is still there. So that's why you can criticise him more than someone like Phillips. Phillips, we know, doesn't have the level and capability that someone like Dean Garner has. That's why it's so infuriating watching Grady play in the in the Premier League because he's completely off his game. And this, this, won't, this game today has been a, a massive example of a lack of desire and a lack of... Um, squad mentality because it it really has been today i think the gibbs injury that was before the game it's set just, it off. It's such i really a, think that is a summary of, set, of our team in it well that set the, that set the mentality off right that sent it off and it was like oh well we've 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 uh, been training with him we know what we're doing we're all set up we're ready to go and 40 minutes before kickoff he gets dropped by and replaced by a guy that hasn't played football for 18 months and hasn't played left back in like two or three years 
right? And he gets put into the team. I'm not saying it, it starts and ends with him, but that's the way the mentality starts. And then within the first eight minutes, we've conceded one of the worst own goals I've ever seen. And then you've got to build yourself back up from that. We're already in a losing position because we're, a, you know, let's face it, a lesser team compared to Leeds. Bielsa Ball, everyone knows all about that and the quality that they have and the amount of money they've spent compared to us. So we're already on a back foot. We've got to raise our game and we've already got our left back injured before we've even started the game, 40 minutes before, and scored a crazy own goal with Romain Soyes. It was always an uphill challenge, but our mentality just completely dropped after eight minutes, completely dropped after eight minutes. And it was always an uphill battle after that. Yeah, it was just it was just a horrible performance. You can't. So times we've had, um, you know, a BS goal conceded and a red card, we've been like, right, we're on the back foot there. This was the first time I think we've been... Well, maybe not the first time, but it's a completely self-inflicted uphill start, as you've just said. It's it's, mm. it's only it's, we've only got ourselves to blame, not us personally. I'm talking about the Albion and the players themselves. We need uh, Conor Gallagher to me was the only player who necessarily put in an average shift, average to above average shift, because he does that every game. Yeah. So, other than him, Semi Ajayi, consistent performer. It says a lot when Semi Ajayi is mm. playing the better passes and driving us forward. Yeah? yeah, Christ. Yeah, Dara Rocher is out of his depth um, in the sense that he, he can play a couple games, I think, in the Premier League, but he's being asked to defend, 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 defend against marauding players like Rafinha and Rodrigo. So mm. it's just it, we're just setting himself, we're setting him up for failure. And like I still stick. I'm going to stick with Dara, but if I'm going to take said, out one of them, it's going to put Tompkins in there for him. Well, it's it's like we've said in the past. It's not the fault of Dara. That's the difference. No, it's not. Is that, you know, not he's a young player, and it's it's unfair to have this amount of pressure on him. Yeah, um, I, don't, I wasn't being. You know, a, whereas other players, I wasn't. Uh, no, no, uh, I'm just supposing what talk, I said before. We've talked about it before. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about it before on the podcast, but it's just to reinforce it. You know, it's not a fault of Dara's. Um, it's the fact that he's having to be pushed there because people like Ivanovic isn't good enough and Bartley's not good enough. So he's been forced into that position and being forced early. Whereas people like Ajayi, Townsend, Furlong have thrived under that pressure. Darnell Furlong's been incredible to... for us. Darnell Furlong's been incredible yeah. for us. He's another one that probably put in a good shift today. But again, naturally the head just drops after three or four goals, especially after five. So there, there are just so many areas in which we need to improve. Carlan Grant has just been poor for us. Uh, his touch has been off. He doesn't look. He doesn't look sharp. Uh, Robinson doesn't look sharp at all anymore. Um, that shot <laughs> late in the late in the game epitomises uh, the season, where it just slices all the way off um, mm. into the Birmingham Road end. So you know, there's so much to be done. I, I was thinking three signings in Jan. I think five now, five minimum now. Personally, yeah. Sawyer's um, Sawyer's needs needs going. Sawyer's needs dropping. Phillips Grant needs, needs drop to be pushed back. Phillips needs dropping. You know, there are there are a bunch of people that need to be gone out of that team. We've touched on the defence, and you know, we've got a leaky defence. We've got one of the leakiest defences in the league. I think it's us and Leeds, wasn't it, before the game? And now Leeds and they just get clean sheet. Five That's the most infuriating thing. We've let Leeds <laughs> keep a clean sheet. That Millier is one of the worst keepers in this league, and he's got five clean sheets or whatever, and he is awful. He's dreadful, and mm. we didn't test him enough at all. We barely tested him once. Dean Garner missed a perfect opportunity where it was three on one, oh, and and he's off yeah. his line. That Melier is crap, and we let him keep he's another crap. clean sheet. We made him look world class. Yeah, yeah, we made oh, him look world class. I think we were, I think Leeds were th- conceded thirty goals. We conceded thirty-one. Obviously, we've they've smashed five against us tonight. So you know we've got the leakiest defense in the league. But I still maintain that our defenders aren't that bad. It's things like it's, it's in our midfield that it's allows the midfield, yeah, yes. that allows more pressure. 
Um, because it's, a certain, it's the odd player in the defense each the... game. Yeah, yeah, and the midfield, exactly. how how the midfield sets up. So play, that Rafinha goal uh, and these other times, the players that should be picking up these players are in the midfield. Do you know what I mean? If you're a good side, your defenders are there for the blocks, they're there for the, the last-ditch tackles when needed, but the real, you know, fight in a team is the midfield. Everyone knows this. The common saying is the battle's won in midfield, and we lose it mm. every single game. The amount of times you'd see a wide leads player on the opposite side of the pitch wide open. The Alioski goal, both Harrison and Alioski are wide open, and then Harrison's got all the time in the world to dive into the box. And Dean Garner's had to track him late. Luckily, the ball's been blocked by, I think, Ajoye, but it falls to Alioski, who's unmarked, and he smashes it home. Good finish. See, Don't that... like Alioski. Just saying that there. Uh, but it's a good finish. But the thing is, that sort of showed. It felt like it was 10 against 11. I don't know how to describe it, but it felt like they had one more player than us. They always had a free player, and it's so infuriating. The reason why is because that would not happen in the Liverpool game. That wouldn't happen in the Liverpool game. That wouldn't happen in the City game. And, you know, that wouldn't have happened because against these big teams, to become more conscious of the of the positioning of the midfield. And the midfield comes back and covers on the outside of the box and does these kind of jobs. We play against these average teams like Villa, like Leeds, and we're getting smashed by them. We're allowing these teams so much more space around the box and allowing themselves more creativity around the area. And when you give it players like Grealish and whatever, and today with like Rodrigo, etc., Alioski coming in as well and cutting in, they have too much space, too much time on the ball, and it cuts right through us because the midfield's more conscious of, oh, we're against this big club, you know, Man City, we're against uh, Liverpool, we need to come back and aid the defence a bit more, we need to cover these positions, we need to be more conscious of the runner here, here and here, but it's not, and we give too much credence to these teams like Leeds and Aston Villa as well, because today we set up with the same team apart from the Gibbs injury, it was exactly the same team against Liverpool, but we played differently, we were going forward more, we were committing more, which meant that obviously we were leaving more space behind us as well, we weren't stifling Leeds in the same way that we were stifling Liverpool with our play because we weren't giving Leeds the same amount of, um, what's the word, um, uh, credit as the, we, we would Liverpool because they're the champions. And we knew that they had more um, that they had more bit ability to hurt us than Leeds. The irony is, is that we've conceded five against Leeds today and we only conceded one against Liverpool because of the way that we played that. But then on the other hand, if we'd have played in the same way that we played against Liverpool and tried to stifle a team like Leeds, an average team like Leeds compared to Liverpool, you know, would Albion fans be on the back at Allardyce for that, you know, and played the boring, boring baggies football against a team like Leeds? But could we have scraped a 1-0 win? Who knows? Probably not, because what would have happened in the eighth minute is Sawyers would have smashed the ball into his own net as well. So, yeah, you know, if some butts don't win games. Yeah. If some butts don't win it. It's What do we do? Do we go back to basics and play the same, like you said, against Liverpool every single game and sacrifice that sort of even few chances that we might get against a lesser team? It's just we need to start doing basics right, so it's got to be an element of that. Um, yeah. Again, yeah. Big Sam's in a bit of a, he's got a, not a stay of execution because is he going to get sacked this year? I doubt it. Um, <laughs> but um, you know he'll Love have January like more time. <laughs> well, who knows? Um, but he'll have January to bring in some players. He'll have more time to get his philosophy across. Um, and we need to. It was all about making us harder to beat, and we've conceded five goals today. So. It's laughable. It is laughable. You're sort of watching it at the end, just just half-arsed. Not even half-arsed. Just not-arsed. Just thinking, we're going to concede here. That'll be six. That'll be seven. That'll be eight. That'll be nine. You know, it's just such a lack of care. Um, and again, 
we'll round out, I think, just talking about where these problems all stem from, and that's the ownership, that's the administration. And I, yeah, I don't want to be. Episode. I know. I don't want to be that guy. We all know. I don't want to be that guy that that is always blaming the owner and all this. But it's it's where all these problems are. And I never thought we'd be the club that would be one of the oh get our owner out. Our owner's terrible. Yada yada yada. But it's becoming that way, and justifiably becoming that way, because there is no investment in this team compared to a team like Leeds, who've spent their money um, well and invested it in different places. Uh, you can say what you want about the COVID market, but you're looking back on it and you think, well, other teams have spent uh, substantial fees. Uh, not major ones, but substantially more than us. Uh, I just think we're being we're being led down the garden path, to be honest with you. Um, well, look at the two, it's, it's look at the two clubs at the bottom of the Premier League. The two, the two least spending clubs are at the bottom of the Premier League at the moment. So, I mean, what more evidence do you need yeah. when it comes to lack of investment? It's just because uh, eight points from 16 games... Yeah. Um yeah. With two managers is it's the quality of player and the quality of investment and the quality of ownership that leads to this. It's it's we've, we've conceded nine goals in three games. You know, since since Bilic left we've conceded nine goals. So it's just you know, I mean the defense the, the defensive record speaks for itself. Again, when you look into it and you know, analyze player by player, like we've said, I don't think we have a terrible defense. It's that we're asking players, and we've touched on this in previous podcasts, like Townsend, like Furlong, like Ajay, like like O'Shea, even. We're asking too much of them. In Townsend and Furlong, they were peripheral players in the championship. Now they're starters in the Premier League. Ajay has had to very quickly become a competent Premier League centre back. Yeah, I, I believe he's he and Furlong are but the he's top come end from, of Yeah, he's he's come from a, a lower end Championship, you know, League One Championship player to one of the best centre backs in the Championship in one season to becoming a competent Premier League uh, centre back the season after. It's we've asked a lot of him for two almost. It's more you know, luck than judgment, isn't it? It's more luck than yeah. judgment. It's more down to a joy just stepping up to those issues more than to furlong stepping up to those that that game time he didn't really play that much last year when you think about it especially when mm. nathan ferguson was still at the club so uh luckily he's risen to it i think townsend that there isn't the longevity of that to be able to keep saying it but um he really was on his way to being able to say he's consistently performing um we just just need players we need better players we need proven players I don't think Jack Wilshire's got a club, and that's saying something. That he's so injury Can we attract? We need a player like Jack Wilshire or someone <sighs> like that know. who's won certain levels of silverware and has been at good clubs to actually come and just add a level of class, add a level of self belief. It's got to be done. Uh, whether what you think about Jack Wilshire's injury know. record or not, gonna, I don't players know if we're like that the... in general. Nah, we're not going to get. Well, it's the investment get, for me. We're not going to get wage. players that are going to change enough. Well, no, it's the players do not want to come to a sinking ship, mate. We're rats on a sinking ship and they don't want to come to us. We've been linked with um, Umani Ass from, um, from Everton, a guy yeah, that hasn't that. scored a league Josh goal in two years, in just over two years. You're telling me he's going he's gonna to outscore Carlon Grant? He's going to solve our goal-scoring problem? Well, apparently, I, what I saw was just him years. saying if Big Sam wants him, he's ready to drive. So I don't know how much that's a viable link, but apparently we have been linked to Josh Windass from Sheffield Wednesday for 400 grand. Uh, see, it's just that's looking look at the championship of the team. Yeah, it's looking at championship players to come into a, pl- a team with championship players. Yeah, he might be great in a few things. years' time, but we don't need that right now. We need short-term fixes. That's what we need. That's why Sam Allardyce is in. He's missed a short-term fix. We need short. 
term fixes in the transfer market as well. So but buying players from the championship and getting Umar Nias, a guy that hasn't scored in God knows how long, um, into to try and score his goals isn't going to work. It's not a short-term fix. We need these people in. I, I, you know, I'd rather have Andy Carroll in than uh, Umar Nias, just because yeah, he's a, a decent option. Yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's like a, a pantomime at the moment, isn't it? It'd be interesting who we do bring in in Jan and what the reactions are because it could just be laughing at, laughing at our own club thinking we're just setting ourselves up to fail over and over and over again thinking that these players can save us. We thought Colin Grant would save us because we were so starved of quality and signings in the summer that we put all our efforts into a player that's only really succeeded at championship level. And he could be he could be a successful player down the line. I'd like to see us try him out wide, see if anything changes. But up front recently, he's just he hasn't been good enough. Yeah, um, let's wrap this up, mate. Because yeah, uh, it's, just, it's, <laughs> it's 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 just too depressing. much to take at this point. There's it, a level of it that it just gets painful to keep on going on and on about this and keep on watching it. You know, I put on um, I put on the story like, you know. Our granddad could have settled anywhere, and he settled in Albury, meaning we have to suffer this through better or worse, <laughs> through the good times, the bad times, and this is the bad times, whether you look at it we're in the Premier League or not. It's just so freaking painful to watch it, isn't it? And mate, we've got uh, Arsenal next, and they call them the Banter Club. I think we're going to be the uh, the Banter Club of the Premier League, some somewhat. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's not going our way at all, is it? Let, let's look forward to twenty twenty one, guys. Yeah, see if anything changes. Maybe we get sold in the next few months. Who knows? Jesus. I hope we can only hope, can't we? Bring on guys, Billy Bean. Yeah, Billy Bean. Come on. Up the money ball. Uh, guys, check out all our other podcasts. Check out our social media. At Two Beggars One Light Ball on Instagram. Uh, we're quite funny. Uh, we laugh through the pain. So Sometimes. give us a follow there. <laughs> yeah, give us a follow there. Listen to all our other podcasts. Um, if you want something that isn't as time sensitive, we recommend the sit down Good interviews there for you to listen to uh, and just unwind after watching the RB and get absolutely demolished 5 0. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't really have much of a positive send off today, guys, because it wasn't a positive game. So let's just hope for better. Come on, you buggies.